Okay, welcome to another episode of In Your Business. I'm here with my co-host, Sean Kingsbury. What's going on? And I'm here with our new guest, Ian Murray from Desjardins. Guys? Yeah, yeah. How you doing, guys? Hey, and hey. I'm your host, Sasha Syed. So let's uh, let's jump into this. Ian Murray, yeah. please tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got to be where you're at today in financial services. Yeah, yeah. And actually, a big big shift. We've uh, we've really moved away from the financial services. We are we are straight up insurance now. We're just we're just protecting your absolute lifestyle and everything you own, all your assets. So that's been a bit of a uh, bit of a change over the over the recent. But uh, but yeah. So my name's Ian Murray. Um, hey, Ian. I'm, uh, <laughs> what's up? I'm, uh, what's up, Ian? I'm a, uh, I'm a husband to my phenomenal wife, Kara, Kara Murray, who's also my business partner. Kara. So, yeah. Yeah. Really. She should be in on this. She's yeah. like, she's the glue that keeps her all together. Um, and we got, uh, seven, well, going to be seven here shortly. Year old triplets. Wow. wow. Yeah. Full triplets. house. Eh? Full house. Wow. Congratulations, yeah, man. Good for you. You know what? Honestly, it was, it's, it's phenomenal. And it, that was like, I said, I care as my business partner, right? That was the precipice of figuring out that how well we work together. You know, you, you go through having triplets and, and it's phenomenal, but you also hear a lot of people, you know, who just struggle with just being a parent, right? And, um, we just, everything worked so well. And she went back to work again uh, after a year and she went back for, I can't remember it was a year, maybe it was two years. And I just kept saying to her, I was like, we worked so well, you know, managing no sleep and everything going on. Um, why don't you come over and I need help. Like I, the, the business is growing like crazy. Um, I'm not great. And, and, and we'll get a little deeper into this. I'm a huge fan of EOS. Um, I love books. I love, I love just continual learning. Um, if anybody wants like the, the best business book in the entire world, bring it on traction, um, is the, the book title. The system is called EOS by this phenomenal guy named Gino Wickman. There's probably seven books in the EOS series. Um, what is EOS? Change my life. Yeah. What is what EOS? Is EOS? Yeah, yeah. Might as well just ask that <laughs> right like, now. Uh, be the yeah, guy just a little there, nug. Right? <laughs> um, so EOS is called the entrepreneurial operating system. Okay. So like every business owner, they all face a lot of the same challenges and you know, whether it's people or whether it's processes in their office. Uh, but at the end of the day, most people or most business owners just feel like they're running around like crazy. They can't get a hold of their business. They can't seem to get traction. Right. I'm going to tell you. So I said like, I'm my, uh, my wife and I, we've been together for almost 20 years. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, seven, year, seven year old triplets. We opened up the office, uh, in 2010 in Kingsville, um, and been doing it ever since she was just helping me out kind of in, in the background, you know, coming home at night, came over in 2019 and, um, and what really changed everything was EOS and I just found that I would come back from conferences and I know you, but you guys, I love learning. Me too. Oh yeah. And there's nothing better than going to a great conference where you get a real motivational speaker. They're spitting at you some phenomenal ideas. Yeah, You're get all, all pumped stoked. up and stuff. You I have yet to beat a one yet though. Oh. Haven't you? No, not yet. Oh man. Yeah. We're it's, getting there. They're though. worth it. So I will come back from every single one of these things 
And I'm like, I sit down with my team, like, all right, scrap everything we just did, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got a new idea. We're going to learn it all again. We're going to do something different. And then, you know, we, we chase that shiny object for a little bit of time. Then I'd go read another book or listen to a podcast or go to a conference. And sure enough, I'd come back to the office, guys, everything that we were doing before, we got to scrap it, new put thing. it in the garbage. <laughs> and we get, we're going we're gonna to try something new, right? Needless to say, I couldn't get traction, right? It's really tough to get buy-in when you got organizational whiplash. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought I was a failure. Like, we always did really, really well. But because of that inability to get traction, um, I always just felt like a failure. I always felt like I just can't get stuff done. I can't, like, I can't hit my marks. It's like I, take it to that next level kind right. of thing, right? And I'd also see all these other guys doing it so well. And, and don't get me wrong, I, we would be doing great. But I know a great guy to listen to, another um, just a phenomenal person. I'm in strategic coach as well, but the guy named Dan Sullivan, he calls it the gap and the gain. Okay. Okay. So you know like that, like never-ending horizon? Yeah. You know, like you, you get to this point, you did really, really well, but you're looking forward. Look but I just, I, if I could just make it to there. Yeah. But then you make it to there and you keep looking forward. That's called the gap. Okay. I thought it was called capitalism. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, man, that's, this is a mental shift, right? Yeah. The mental shift is the fact that you keep, you keep looking forward and, we're, and you're measuring your success over this never-ending horizon. Mm -hmm. Yep. Now I've learned to measure my success backwards. How far you've come. How far have I come? Oh, okay. So I'm always looking. We get to that point. I look back and go, wow. look how far we came. Yeah. I write every night. I write three wins that happen through the day. In, in my little journal. Yeah. Just to keep that, that grounded mindset. But again, I, I'm a, I'm what they call in the EOS world, a visionary. So I got a million different ideas, maybe a hundred, maybe one of them is good. Maybe it's not, yep. but I love the ideas and yeah. I love the, the creation of ideas and, but getting the ideas accomplished, dude, that's tough for me. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. There's a good book. Uh, it's called the six types of management. Yeah. Or of leadership, sorry. And uh, they basically break it down in that aspect. One of the guys is like the visionary. He mm. creates the ideas. Someone's then the person who validates those ideas. Are they yeah. good? Are they not? This is Patrick Lencioni. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, it's at home right now. But is, it, is it called Working Genius? Yes. Yeah. Six Patrick Lencioni. Oh my God. Yeah. And then there's the implementer. Then there's like the yeah. galvanizers, what they call it, the people that, you know, yeah, encourage others to get going. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so, a great book. Yeah. Very good. So, you know, some people have the skill set of being visionaries. For the sure. Galvanizers hard, man. But I didn't, I, I always thought the visionary was like the guy who, who really sucked. Right. And, and until I, I made it a strategic coach and until I read EOS, uh, I didn't realize I'm just a visionary there. I have a purpose in my, in, in my office, but then I, then I, I mean, listen, I've been with Kara forever, Yeah. but then I found Kara and Kara is what's called a, uh, an integrator. Yep. So she gets the job done. She takes all my ideas. So she's my buffer between the team and my head. Mm -hmm. Right? Because yeah. again, remember, I'm coming home from the conference and we're changing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I yeah. Hold up. <laughs> Take two seconds here. She's got to be the reasonable one. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm coming home from the conference and I'm like, hey, Kara, I got these great ideas. That's great, Ian. Spill them out for me. Yeah. But then she'll filter through and figure out what ones can we actually do right now. So that was a big changing point. So the entrepreneurial operating system works and helps you kind of crystallize that in terms of having a visionary, having an integrator, mapping out your entire organization, yeah. mapping out your processes, mapping out your meeting cadence. Cause one of the biggest issues with a, uh, with a business owner is that, you know, trying to get everyone rowing in the same direction. Yeah. 
It's that communication piece. So we found that, like I said, best business book ever. Um, and it really honed in on what our core focus is in our business. It really gave everyone kind of um, a snapshot of what their seat is in, in the organization. Mm -hmm. And it's completely changed my life, man. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, if you want to reel it back to like, so how did you get into where your company is at right mm. now? I mean, from the start, yeah, you know, man. how so did you get involved you, in you, it? You said passion project, man. Yeah. EOS, that's the yeah, passion project. Right you, 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 got, you got me talking yeah, about it. Yeah. We'll touch base on it. that here in a second. <laughs> but, um, and we'll touch on that again because there's sure. there's a kind of a transition that's happening. I just got to so, ask though before we go. Yeah, did, yeah. did we did we say what EOS stands for? Yeah, Entrepreneurial Operating System. Okay, okay, okay. I think I missed it. I missed it. So, um, yeah. So what brought you into the industry? Yeah. So my, my, my dad, uh, his name's Kim, Kim Murray. He's still in Wallsburg. Still, he was a state farm agent. He was actually the youngest state farm agent in history. Okay. He was a state farm agent. Straight out of the womb. A state farm agent. <laughs> dude, dude, it was, he was 18, yeah. 18 owning, wow. owning his shop. And, uh, I, I obviously uh, being a son, he would bring me out to claims. Right. So like stuff would be going on in, in Wallaceburg. This is where we're originally from. Maybe a, a, a basin would flood and we had this little pump and he'd bring it out there with us. And, you know, he'd go, all right, let's go help pump this guy's basement out. And there were so many impactful times that he made on the insurance end of things like going out to claims or delivering. I remember delivering a death benefit check to a family. Okay. And I, I go through the whole story, but I'm going to cry at, at the mic and, but it was you such a okay. <laughs> safe, safe place, man. Yeah. Safe place. <laughs> it was, um, it was such an impactful thing. But then on the other side was the community stuff that he did. Mm -hmm. Like he, he was the head of Wallsburg minor hockey for a number of years and took Wallsburg minor hockey from being in a deficit to actually having a surplus. Um, he was, he was part of the Wallsburg sports hall of fame, which helped bring people like Wendell Clark to come talk wow. in Wallaceburg. Right. Um, and some really great things that happened there. Um, he's also part of a, a community futures development corporation. It also help it helps like raise money for businesses, um, like people who are entrepreneurs and maybe can't get uh, normal lending. Um, so it helped do a little bit of that stuff. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, he coached a whole bunch. I just thought that's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, like you're just always helping people. Yep. So. I just knew from like, and I remember saying this the entire time, I'm going to be a state farm agent. I'm going to be a state farm agent. And I'd say that I went to university. People would be like, I'm, I'm in history in, 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 in university. And be like, what are you going to do with the history degree? I'm going to be a state farm agent. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you had, a, you had a direction though. You I were did. headed, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. And um, so I, I finished university. I ended up working for a couple state farm agents up uh, in and around the London area. Uh, worked and went up to head office uh, in Aurora for a little bit of time, um, mostly for just internship there. And then I bought the office uh, down here in Kingsville in, in 2010, really kind of 2009. We cracked the doors open up in February 1st, 2010. Okay. And um, that's, that's how we ended up here. And I've just tried to replicate that same process that my dad had, right? Show up for people. I mean, like I don't, I don't deal with clients very much anymore. Um, my team who's just phenomenal. We have such a great team in there. They deal most of the client handling because my passion's building businesses. I talk about being that visionary, right? Yeah. Where are we going next? What's going on? Right. Coming up with the new ideas, chasing shiny things. Yeah. But, um, it's just, it's always about getting there for the client, be there for the client and make sure you're always doing the right thing. 
As I, when I was talking to clients, I would always say, I don't want you throwing up pineapple on my head in the grocery store. <laughs> I, I just want you to look at me and go, hey, this, Ian's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, so we've lived and breathed by it, and we still do. You know, we, we had a tornado. Well, I guess they call it a microburst. You know, Close very, enough. very technical now. <laughs> we had a microburst roll through Harrow and Kingsville on Wednesday last week. Ah, yeah, I heard about that. We were out. We were out looking at claims Wednesday night, wow. right? As soon as, the, as soon as the weather cleared, flipped the phones over to my cell phone. My team helped me out. They were answering phone calls as well, getting the list together. We made it to every single one of our claims. Wow. Yeah. Good for you guys. Good for you, In person. Man. That doesn't happen anymore, but that this is the difference we want to make, right? Mm -hmm. So then how did it transition to Desjardins? Because did Desjardins not buy out Allstate? Mm -hmm. Is that how that process worked? Yeah, so Desjardins ended up buying uh, the State Farm Canadian book of business. Okay. Uh, and we flipped over from being State Farm over to Desjardins. So we have a contract. We're, we're independently owned and operated. So my company is Murray Insurance and Financial Services. But, uh, and we just have a contract with Desjardins to sell and, and, and service their policies. I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, what, what challenges are you facing now? Like, uh, how did you guys handle COVID? Like what changed since yeah. COVID? What kind of challenges are you facing now that we're post COVID? Like, are you seeing any differences from pre COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, COVID was tough on people, right? Yep. You have a lot of just a lot of time where people spent alone. Mm -hmm. or locked in one place and not communicating. So the thing is, is, is we're humans, right? We're supposed to communicate. Social yeah. creatures. Yep. Social creatures. Very social creatures. And we got forced into a world that wasn't social, right? It was tough. Bless you. Tough. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going with the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank so, you, though. So we were, you know, A, how we handled it. We were so fortunate, right? We live in a world that has, you know, Zoom or Teams. Um, we live with, with a virtual phone system. We live with laptops. So my team got to stay at home and like, and, and we communicated by way of like, you know, text messaging together and, you know, Teams calls and, you know, chatting back and forth on, uh, on our cell phones. Everything worked really, really well. But right in the middle of code, we bought an office. Okay. Oh. Which oh. is funny, right? You know, yeah. during the time and everyone's talking, oh no, the world's at work. Everything's going to be remote. Yeah. Everything. I just thoroughly believe, and I still in my heart believe, we're going back. We're coming back into offices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It may be different. Like, listen, we may have more work from home options. We may have, may, may have more flexibility, but we are all social creatures. And there needs to be a delineation between your work life and your home life. Mm -hmm. You need to shut off at some point in time. Yeah. So what about with, for clients though? Like, are you finding that clients have been like less receptive to coming in or more receptive? Are you finding that it's going back to like pre-COVID and that? Cause like here in mortgages, uh, I'm surprised to see how much of it actually is virtual when we're dealing with stuff like huge purchases, like a home and that you think you'd want to be there with the person who's doing your mortgage, shake the hand, see how, how they are, the office, the environment they work in. So like what, like for your guys' side of the industry, what are you seeing with clients? Is it like pre COVID or are you finding there? It's a blend, right? I yeah. mean, we, we Desjardins did a really great job of developing some really great software tools to allow us to work in a more virtual environment with signatures Good. and things like that, yeah. making it easier so that way you didn't have to have the immediate client interaction. But, 
we're highly encouraging. Like when we're doing quotes for people, is offering. Do you want to come in? Right. And yeah. I will say it, it. It's a bit different, right? I, I, listen, we had a guy. This is so funny that you bring this up now. <laughs> we had a client calling, or uh, uh, now a client, but they are with another insurance company, or they were at least getting quotes from another insurance company, and they were talking with the sales rep, and they had said, you know, uh, I just want to. I'd love to be able to meet sometime just to kind of be able to review this every once in a while. Can we do that? And the guy said on the phone, by no means will you and I ever see each other in face to face. Wow. You just need to get that through your head now. We will never. And the person was like, oh, they got shooting the breeze with a friend. Friend was insured with us. They came over and the first thing we were like, do you guys want to just come in? Sure. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. So here I am and, and my team member told me the story, but I, I'm walking by and I see these two people in the office shooting the breeze. They're having a good time with, with Lisa they were dealing with. And, uh, <laughs> And, and she tells me the story after, what a, what a great thing. Yeah. We can do it over the phone, which is great. We can do it online, which is great. Yeah. We can do it in over Teams, or we can do it in the office. So what I found now is that we've just expanded our opportunity mm -hmm. to be able to do it whatever way the client wants. We still love it in the office. Yeah. But well, I think we all do, like just to make, because I mean, we wouldn't be in this business if we weren't into people, right? People. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I guess in terms of just like operating your business, what kind of challenges did you face, you know, through your career, like building a team, you know, mm -hmm. running your team? You mentioned that you had a lot of changes that you had done. Were there any kind of issues even when uh, Desjardins bought out? you know, State Farm and that type of transition, or was it pretty seamless? Like, you know what? Honestly, pretty seamless, considering like. You gotta remember, State Farm was one of the largest insurance companies in Canada. Yeah. So to, to transfer one of the largest insurance company uh, uh, books of business in Canada to a new company, that was unbelievably seamless. Yeah. Listen, there's always hiccups, but the magnitude of that transaction, for how little hiccups there were, it is is phenomenal. I really got to give them kudos for what they did there. Nice. Um, in terms of on the, on the personal side, yeah, like, like I kind of, I was chatting very passionately about earlier. It's oh, just, yeah. yeah, I mean, trying to figure out who I am. I know there's, I mean, um, I don't know who said it. Maybe it's Gina Wickman who says it. Know thyself. Mm -hmm. I think Jesus said that. Is that, is that it is? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it could have been. But know thyself, like to know yourself is enormous. Yes. Because oh, there's yeah. so much more comfort when you know who you are yeah. and you're completely comfortable with that. It's so much easier for you to run your own business because you're not always going, man, I'm a failure because I can't do X. Yeah. I, I'm good at like two things, guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really are. useless. Yeah. I, I, I'm good at like two things, but I got great people around me that, that do phenomenal work, but building a team was, it was definitely a challenge. Um, you know, building processes is a challenge. All of these things were a challenge, but I am going to, I'm going to flip it right back over. EOS laid that framework for us. Yeah. We couldn't have built the team that we had without EOS because it, 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 it allowed us to create what our core values were and what our culture was going to be. Yeah. That's important. For yeah. Sure. Culture is very important. So <clears throat> I got a question about how you do your prospecting. Like how do you guys on your side of the industry prospect and find new clients and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great question. So when I first started, I went door to door, nice. I was knocking on doors. Right. And, uh, that's just not cool anymore. 
People get world, real man. weirded out <laughs> when you start knocking on their door. Yeah, right? <laughs> I tried to do it when uh, last summer and just in my neighborhood, man. You know, yeah. like just, just around Victoria and Dougal and stuff. And the people were just like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. What are you? Fuck, it's Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah man. I, I, no, I know. And, and, and I haven't done it for, for insurance in probably, I mean, it would probably last time would have been about 2013 when I did some door knocking. Um, but I, I went and did it for I, I, uh, one of my friends uh, named Dennis Rogers, now, now the mayor of Kingsville. I was going around doing some, uh, some door knocking for him. Yeah. And um, my gosh, people immediately look at you weird. And I'm thinking, man, if they're looking at me weird for going around being a, be, doing for mayoral stuff, yeah. Yeah. what are they going to look at me for if I went around and did it for insurance? So we, that's not a, a major part of our prospect. I mean, listen, Google AdWords is, was definitely a major push forward yeah um social media advertising has been a major push forward um where we're really trying to focus our energy now is really just trying to make a major impact on clients and community mm-hmm. so we've really tried to haul back all of those uh marketing dollars and and we've set forth with a new plan where we really want to make a major impact in the community so Listen, you're a small business owner. You're a small business owner. Like you guys, you guys are doing your own thing. You get asked all the time, sponsor this, sponsor that, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Which is great. But I'm like, maybe as opposed to doing all these little tiny things, what if we could do something huge? So I got a daughter. I have two sons and a daughter. Okay. I have a daughter and, uh, and, and my wife. And just with chatting with them and chatting with our friends around the community, females in sports just don't have the same opportunity it's guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. They don't get the same. They don't get the same equipment. Same exposure. Same exposure. They just don't. They don't get the same great things that that guys get. Yeah. And and you know, kudos to my wife. She is the one who's just peeled my eyes open on this. In this struggles that that happen for female athletes. I mean, females in general. Yeah. You don't notice because I'm a dude, man. It's true. So. We were like, you know what? Why don't we try to make a major impact on female sports in Kingsville? Okay. Oh. So we, uh, Kara, my wife, threw this great event called Counter In. Okay. And it was a females-only event, and it was local business owners and professionals, and they all came out to Elite, uh, which is a great place to eat in Kingsville. They threw a big function there, raised money. And all of that money ended up going towards buying a new pitching machine. Oh, awesome! For uh, for the girls' league because they switched over their t- the type of baseball they're playing. They were the last female organization. Now it's it's um, it's a, a fast pitch type model, right? Yeah. So they needed a machine for that. That'll cost money. So they put the money towards that. And on, on what we're going to try to do now is we are taking every single person who quotes with us, and we're sending them a gift card. And the gift card's actually to a lo- to the local Kingsville restaurants. Okay. If they're outside the area, we'll figure out something else for them. Yeah, if sure. we can draw them in, we want to help Keep our, fellow, local, fellow, right? our, our fellow business owners. Yeah. But then on top of that, we're going to match that and we're going to put money in, in a donation bin and we're going to save it all up. My big, big goal is I would love to see by the end of next year us take $30,000 and plunk it into female sports. Wow. Good yeah. for you. Yeah, so awesome. on that note, yeah. because right now it's female soccer going on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. This morning Cup. I saw, I, I caught the end of it this morning of the game, whichever game was playing, but they were saying that the Jamaican female soccer team 
had to start a GoFundMe page to raise funds to get proper equipment and proper training. Yeah. And w- if they didn't raise that money, they would never have been able to play in this. And Terrible. I'm pretty sure they're moving yeah. forward right now. Are they? Good. Yeah. So, I mean, they would not have been able to do that if they didn't raise money. But it goes to show that even the American women team, they were saying still to this day, doesn't have the resources the same as the men's team. Yeah. yeah. And they're way better than the men. Yeah, right. and, 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 I, and quite frankly, I think they actually have a lot more sponsorships than the men. Yeah, and I also think they get better fan base than the men. It's true. Well, man, there was a thing on Netflix about the women's soccer team, and it was crazy because like the first few years that they started, nobody even came to play. They won the the fucking championship, and nobody even knew or cared. Yeah, you know. And then they won another championship, and then people started getting into it. But it's like, yeah, man, it's there's such a huge shadow over. Yeah, sports, there is. So sure. if we can make a difference, because that's that's a big thing. I've I've, I've always said if we just want to make a difference we can make a difference and we can direct those marketing dollars that we wouldn't normally throw into like google adwords and all those normal places let's pull the money away from that and let's do a double service let's get people coming out here to kingsville to eat and hopefully you know what they also are going to go shopping in kingsville looking around kingsville and then let's also make a major impact and i mean we're hoping that in the future we're going to open up another office maybe somewhere up here in the windsor area do the exact same thing out of that out of that office. Open up another office after that yeah. here in the in the Windsor Essex community. You know, do the exact same thing out of there. I mean, our ten year goal, and this is as, I mean, it's fine. I'm saying this on here. We don't ever talk about this uh, outside outside of organization, but it's to make three times the impact that we do today. Yeah, like three times the impact that we do today on our clients, on the people in the community. And on our team, yeah, very cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that Excited literally, yeah. that literally covers some of your community involvement. <laughs> what goals yeah. you got coming up? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Passion I, I guess too. I'm, I'm curious well, yeah, about the, the, uh, the passion project. That was the cool one. Right? Yeah, I'm curious about like, you know, what kind of changes have you seen in the the industry, and like, what do you think are some like. Um, some innovations going forward. You know what I mean? Do, is there murmurs of it? Is it more just like small changes, optimizations, or do you think there is room for like a large scale innovation to that type of industry right now? So are we talking specifically the insurance industry? Like your business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we talk about insurance in general. Um, the biggest thing that you're seeing right now, um, and what is the word that they're using? It's called telematics. Okay. So it's essentially using your phone and, and sometimes it's a device that actually goes inside of uh, that gets plugged into your um, into your car to measure how you drive. Okay. How fast you go, how hard you brake, how hard you turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I've seen that. Um, so I see that as a major game changer. And, and, and it's funny, I decided to put it on my phone and test it out for a long time prior to even letting any of my team talk about it to to one of our clients. Yeah. I want if it was gonna mess anybody up, be the guinea pig. Put it on me. Um, and it, I found it really amazing. I found it really amazing for a couple different reasons. Number one, just to be a bit more mindful about how you're driving. We take advantage or like we, we really don't think as we drive. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we, everyone drives every single day and it's like walking to us. Yeah. We're not mindful about how we drive. No. So adding that extra mindfulness I felt was really, really good. The second thing was not touching the phone. Yeah, you know, how many, like, you, listen. You, I bet you, if we said we're we're sitting here overlooking this is provincial road. Yeah. yeah, we're looking over provincial road right now. I bet you, if we just sat here, we could count twenty five cars out of the next thirty that go by that someone's looking at their phone. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, don't get me started on that. This this really it, 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 the telematics app can tell when you're touching your phone. It's true. And so what the telematics is actually doing is it's changing the price of your insurance. 
Yep. The better the driver you are, the better the price you're going to get in your insurance. Mm-hmm. And and what it's really actually nice about it is it continues always. Yeah. So your price will change every single year based upon how you're driving. So your driving habits get worse. Your insurance is getting worse. So I started off in this industry, you know, 20 years ago. And people always go, ah, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm good, a good driver. I'm a good I got a clean record. Yeah, uh, you know, why, 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 why they should have insurance rates for guys like me? We got, we got insurance rates for guys like you now. Yeah. If you're really that yeah. great of a driver, then just, just pop prove the thing it. in your phone. Yep. And, and the biggest kickback that I get, and I find this hilarious, is they're like, I don't want anybody tracking me. I'm like, do you have, do you, do you have TikTok on yeah. your phone? Do you have yeah. Google on your do phone? You, you literally <laughs> have a phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you're being tracked. Yeah. Unless it's a fucking 7-Eleven flip phone. Right. That Even you're, then that you're still being tracked. Half yeah, at, the end, at the end of the day, it's your burner thrown away. Yeah. But that's, that, that's the thing, right? Is that everybody, um, everybody's very, very concerned about being tracked. You're being tracked anyways. Yeah. So you true. might as well have it tracked and make it beneficial on your insurance yeah. coverage. Now, if you suck at driving, it's going to probably increase your rates. Yeah. But, yeah. More mind. Also, it's that's it's that you know exact rate that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. exactly how you drive. Yeah. So that brings me into basically the next one, which would be like, so what products do you guys offer? What's the process to yeah. get to get to mm-hmm. you guys? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, if I need to get some new insurance, so what kind of insurance do you guys offer? Is it just auto? Sure. Or is there other products? And then what's the process? Yeah. Get signed up. Yeah, yeah. So then the really great thing about our office is is that we're we're like a one stop shop. For protecting everything. Yeah. Cool. And and we really honed in on that. Like I said, the financial service, we used to do investments. I've actually given up my investment license and uh, to really make sure we're we are doing a much better focus on doing what we're great at. It's hard at being a business owner mm-hmm. that you're kind of pulled in a multitude of different directions. I just didn't feel like I was giving my clients the best experience in the entire world when we're doing too many things. Sure. So now yeah. we're just protecting people. So when you're calling our office, we're looking at a bigger picture, right? You're calling in for home or auto insurance quote, and we're looking at everything. Cause at the end of the day, I don't want you throwing a pineapple at my head in the event of a claim, right? <laughs> we want to make sure it's insured correctly. But the second thing is, and this is the thing that people don't talk about. So you go call some other insurance company right now, some 1-800 number, you're going to get your home and auto insurance covered. Now, listen guys, how do you pay for your home and auto insurance? I mean, automatically. With money. Withdrawal. With money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with money. <laughs> and, 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 and where does money come from? Everywhere. Yeah. But like, how do you make your money? Work. Work. Which is like most people, right? Yeah. We call it a paycheck for most people. Yeah. Other people, it's a commission check. Whatever it happens to be. If you lose the ability to make a paycheck, what happens? Homeless. Yeah, you lose your ability to pay for stuff. Right, right. So... You're shopping around for your home and auto insurance, right? You're trying to find the best rate, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You're, how much time you spend them doing that? It's probably going to take you... An hour, two hours, An hour, right? two hours, right? Yeah. A couple hours. Protecting something that, like, listen, you, you, if, you got a car right now? Yep. You got a car? Oh, yeah. Right. If, if you lost that car, and let's say you, know, you, you had no... Uh, let's do this. On a scale of one to ten. One, okay. yeah, it's a shrug off. Ten, it's the worst day of your absolute life. Okay. You lose your car... And you didn't have insurance coverage on it. Six, seven. Six, right. Yeah. He- house burns down. Nine. And you, did, and you didn't have insurance on it. Nine. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Very bad. <laughs> Thirteen. Now, <laughs> do, you, do you have a spouse? Girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. okay. And I, I, yeah, you, yep. you as well. Okay. You or your spouse completely lose your ability to earn an income. 
Scale of one to ten, how, how bad is that? Probably nine. Yeah. yeah, ten. Yeah. Nine, ten. Yeah. Worse than losing your house because now you can't pay for a house. So I mean, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anything like catastrophic like that would definitely be up there. So all I'm getting at is we spent a lot of time talking about about home and auto insurance, which again mandatory. You got to have. Right? You got a mortgage on a house. Yep. Yeah. Boom. You got you, you need insurance. insurance. Yeah. Yep. You want to drive a car? You need you need auto insurance. So the very, very, very first thing we're trying to educate clients on is that you've got to pay for that some way. What's protecting that paycheck? And what is going to stop that paycheck from, from continuing to produce itself? Mm-hmm. Well, it's you becoming disabled. It's you becoming sick. Yeah. Or you not being around anymore. Yeah. Right? We need to make sure we're putting a fence around the biggest risks. The second thing we're educating clients on is you hear all these people running around, say 15 minutes or more, or say 15% yeah. or 15 minutes or more on auto insurance. Or you hear <laughs> lowestrates.ca. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's all talk about this. Everyone understands simple economics, right? Yep. Sure. Okay. If you are paying for, for any product and it's the cheapest product. Is it the best? Has, no, no, not even, is it the best. How, how is it cheap? There's usually lower servicing, you know, lower coverage, you lower know, quality, less quality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you need to think about this, that it, the insurance companies all operate the exact same way, right? Yeah. Premiums come in, claims come in. If you are offering the lowest price, how do you think they made it to the lowest price? Lower claim or lower Paying premium. less claims. Yeah. Mm. Right. Oh, it's yeah. simple economics, but we've been brainwashed in, in the world to save, save 15% or more on, on auto insurance by spending 15 minutes, whatever Geico's in, yeah. in the state's yeah, commercial yeah. is. Yeah. So that's the second thing we have to educate them on is like, let's walk through your coverages. Yeah. Because the simplest way to get a rate reduction is to just reduce coverage. Yeah. yeah but maybe yeah. you don't want that. Right. Maybe you want to make sure that a certain thing is covered. The second or the third thing that we try to educate them on is that the biggest misconception is your home insurance. Mm-hmm. There is little regulation on home insurance, guys. How so? Auto insurance, there's lots of regulation, but there's minimal regulation, meaning that insurance companies can change wordings and can okay. make their own types of policies. <laughs> there's not a lot of similarities between them. And the contract wording really? and the book is yay thick and we we're not on YouTube, so you can't see what, what yay is. Yeah. But you know, it's a thick product book or it's, it's a thick book of what the coverages are. That's where the rubber hits the road, everybody. Yeah. When you have a claim, they go back to those things and go, all right, on page 72, paragraph three, blah, 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 blah. It says, and that's going to tell whether that claim's paid or not. There are going to be more exclusions and there is going to be more rigmarole and there's going to be less coverage on the cheapest insurance. Is that like, so the regulations, you said it's less regulated than auto. Yeah. So like who sets those regulations? So is it like provincial government? Yeah, provincial government. So there are regulations and there are some like bare minimums that, that mm-hmm. are set in. The, the bare minimums are much higher on auto insurance. Why? Because right? well, because Why would you it, think? It, it, I guess it's, it's for other road, people. Right? Yeah. This, yeah the, the, the home's only. Motion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The home's just protecting the mor- the mortgage company. Yeah, holding, exactly. Right? And I mean the person. And the holding, client, right? And the yeah. client. But on the road. Man, you have a lot at stake, right? So they have to put those frameworks in. There have to be fences. But these are the things that we educate our clients on. So when they're calling, you know, 519-733-2331 or you're texting 519-733-233. I should make a jingle. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you can 
you you're getting that level of service because we have professionals in the office where this, these are not people that we just signed up yesterday mm -hmm. and we're throwing them on the phone saying, hope you make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what type of other, uh, like niche insurance products do you guys offer? Cause I've gotten pet insurance, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, some yeah. people don't even know what that is. Like, yeah. why would you insure your pet? Well, vet bills are really high and yeah. I'd rather make sure my, <laughs> my animal is taken care of because they're kind of stupid at the yeah, end of the yeah. day. My dog eats socks. <laughs> that type of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you're running over to Blue Pearl uh, Vet Clinic. Yeah, in the right? Like shit. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, Desjardins does offer those and, and they, they have a lot of other coverage solutions. If you go into Desjardins.com, they, they do have those. Yeah. We focus on home, auto, um, you know, your cottage, your boat, um, businesses. We are big with small businesses. We love working with small business owners because that's what I am, right? I'm a small yeah. business owner, yep. right? I understand that. And then the, it's that paycheck protection. Yeah. And what we mean by paycheck protection, it's life insurance. It's disability insurance. It's critical illness insurance. Mm -hmm. It's making sure that in the event your paycheck stops, your family keeps running. Yeah. yeah right. Cool. What about people with like um, predisposed disabilities? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, so for example, I have diabetes, right? Sure. So it's a lot more challenging for someone like me to get insurance, yeah. especially life insurance, right? Yeah. Cause I already have it diagnosed. Sure. But um, yeah, you know what? It's fun. I mean, that is, that used to be like almost a hard stop. Yeah. I, I've been doing this for 20 years. And I remember you used to hear that and go, Oh shoot. Yeah. We're out now. Insurance companies have come so far now. Good. And in terms of like diabetes, it's looking at the bigger picture. Is it under control? What type do you have? Mm -hmm. um, and, and really at the end of the day, we have placed so many people who have diabetes. It is, it is Good. such a common, yeah. a, a common um, disease, right? Is that, is that, is that what it's classified as? I have zero. Sure, my wife honest. is a nurse by background, <laughs> so she probably just cringed right there. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> illness maybe yeah, is I don't more, know. Yeah. you know. Cheapers. Whatever it is. Yeah, it's well, fine. I apologize to every health professional right now because yeah. I have zero medical <laughs> yeah. knowledge. And anyone who's offended. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question I think a lot of people would want to know the answer to. Why is the insurance less or more expensive in, in different cities, like yeah. versus oh. Windsor versus London? Mm, yeah. That's a, such a great question. And you see this in the media right now, right? So uh, you got to remember that like it, insurance is used as a, as a political tool, right? Okay. Because there's an, there is a Ontario government uh, regulatory body that deals with insurance. So you see right now where they, they, they and maybe you guys have heard, maybe you haven't, no. is no. talking about um, removing the postal codes and like uh, and, and 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 removing having the postal code rating system for auto. Yeah. Okay. So meaning that if you live in Mississauga, it's not fair that they're paying more insurance than someone in Chatham or mm -hmm. Wallaceburg or Kingsville, right? I'm gonna tell you for for the people down this way. I'm talking Windsor Essex. Yeah. Horrific idea, guys. Your yeah. insurance is far less. Yeah. Then, then that seems like is. a Toronto type of insurance. It, it you is. know what I mean? Like, but you got to remember, like that's that is a political maneuver, absolutely, right? To try to remove that. It's the center of Ontario. It's it's the center of Ontario. Just remove the fucking carbon tax. Yeah. <laughs> want to be politically about no. it. So the but the reason why is is you got to think about like if I'm driving around in Kingsville or I'm driving around in Wallsburg, I'm driving around in Chatham, there's just less traffic, right? right? Less okay. vehicles on less the road, cars. less chance of me getting into an accident. I'm driving around Windsor, there is a larger chance of me getting into an accident. Yeah. And it's just actuarially speaking. So actuarially just means when we're looking at the numbers, the percent chance that you're going to get into an accident is higher. It's higher. That's, and that's just how a population statistics thing work. It's just a population thing because yeah, there's right? more accidents that happen in larger cities because there's more of them, yeah. right? 
True. Yeah, similar to how like I assume cab drivers have a higher insurance because 100%. they are just physically driving around more often. Oh no, their insurance is super high because they have other people's people that, in the car. That's yeah. true. Yeah, right? that's so, true. Like it's even crazy. for the airport, man. If like you know, fuck, if I get in an accident with somebody in the car. I mean, you have to have full coverage for everybody. Yeah. You, know, you have to have commercial insurance, you yeah. do. which yeah. is totally different. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. And it's like 10 times more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it it, but the, the other thing that, that, that you got to think about with insurance is that the higher the premium is, you also have to understand that there's probably a higher risk. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's even like the person who has diabetes. They may or may not get what's called a standard rate. So the right, the rate that like is immediately quoted that the average person. Okay. Given like, Average health, blah, 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 has a percent chance of passing away in X period of time. That's the average rate, right? If you have diabetes, maybe or maybe not, you have a higher percent chance of of this occurring. So the rate may be higher. If the rate's higher, it means you have a higher risk. It means you probably need the insurance more than the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, true. Just how numbers work at the end it's of the day. It's just how numbers work. Yeah. So we do got to rein it in a little bit. We got we got a little bit over. So I apologize. I, that's yeah, okay. Man. No, man, don't worry no, about it, man. No time it's a good conversation, yeah. man. But uh, so usually we end it off with like community stuff. You already talked about mm. uh, doing women's sports. Aside from that, are there any other pr- pr- passion projects or any other community stuff yeah. you guys, you as an individual yeah. or Desjardins? Yeah. So on, on my side of things, um, I, I, I kind of started this whole thing off. It's just how EOS changed my life, right? So we actually, we self-implemented EOS for a couple years. And then we hired this, uh, this gentleman named John Weening. Okay. And he was from Barrie. And he came in and is an implementer. So he helped actually over two years us structure this into our business. Mm-hmm. And I just thought after he was, and we're just finishing up our second year with him. How are the results, by the way? Unbelievable. Yeah? Like, like noticeably different? Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like it, it's been life-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just thought like my, my primary thing that makes me happy in this world is helping people. And I'm, I, I love EOS so much. I loved it from the moment that someone gave me the book and I listened to it and I just, I felt a sense of calm knowing that I'm not the only one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also felt a sense of calm that there was, there was a track to run on, but it's, it's, it's a hard two years and you've got to make a, a commitment. So I am actually in the new year. Going to be uh, opening up an EOS franchise, helping awesome. other business owners Good for you. go through the same journey that I went. Because being a person who's gone through it, I can empathize so much you see with, the value with those too, leadership right? teams. And I can see the value. And I, I have some personal examples of, of the, the tools that are in EOS and how they changed my business. That's awesome. So yeah, cool. that, that is the passion project that, it, that, it, that is going to be coming up. Nice. Interesting. Well, when that happens, we'll have to get you back yeah. on. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess to wrap it up, is there anything we might have missed? You want to just throw no, in here I, at know the end here? I just, I really want to have a huge shout out to my team. My team's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and, and a massive shout out to my wife, Kara, who has just been... An Kara! Hey, Kara! Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I honestly, everybody... If you're looking for an auto or a home insurance quote, or you got questions about home and auto insurance, or like something has kind of touched you when I'm talking about that paycheck protection, the fact that that paycheck is what's, what's creating your entire lifestyle. Yeah. I want you to give us a call. 519-733-2331. I got an unbelievable team in there, you know, uh, on, uh, on the, on our new client side, we got Jacqueline, we got Lisa, we, and we have Carol. I got a phenomenal service department, Liz, Ursula, uh, Sarah, Hillary, 
My entire team is absolutely phenomenal. They're all local. You ain't calling a 1-800 number with us. <laughs> we pick the phone up. Yeah. We call you back. If you leave a message, we have a guaranteed sa same day call back. Jaw drop, because I'm going to tell you, man, I got to chase Amazing. people around and get people calling me back. Yeah, right. So give us a call. 519-733-2331. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Ian. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate right. your time. Thank you, guys. Cheers.